the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. My name is Renelle Silverstone and I am your host for today. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, by Kids. And thank you for tuning in to 101.9 Hi FM and listening to the Hi Kids show. Today on the Hi Kids show, I'll be speaking to Gabby Sachs. He is from a place called the South African Friends of Israel. So listen kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show on 101.9. Get ready for a very cool show only on 101.9 Chai FM. You're listening to Chai Kids on 101.9 Chai FM. This is Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm 11 years old. Before I interview Gavi Sachs, I want to introduce the tongue twister for today. It is Luke's Ducks, likes, lakes. I repeat, Luke's, ducks, likes, lakes. Good afternoon, Gavi. Good afternoon, Renal, and thanks for having me on your show. Thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. So, how's your day been? Day's been amazing. We've seen uh, some great things happening in Israel, some uh, new uh, prime ministers that have taken... Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> exactly, so, uh, yeah, some big changes and some good things. A good day. Great. So... Let's begin. But I just have a question. When did the South African Friends of Israel start? South African Friends of Israel began in some time ago now. In 2010, we started our initiatives in outreach. Oh, wow. Yeah, so we've been around for quite some time now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so then what is the BDX? The BDS is, uh, it stands for Boycott, Divest and Sanctions. It's an organization that tries to create hatred for Israel and Jewish communities across the world, actually, quite sadly. Um, and it's a group that masquerades as a freedom fighter when all that it can bring our countries is sadly hatred. That's very upsetting. Very upsetting, you know, yeah. but they say that out of the darkness will shine the light, so... You know? Good saying. <laughs> yeah. So, what is boycott? A boycott is where a country uh, penalizes another country uh, by boycotting trade or any type of relationship or ties with uh, with that country hmm. um, in the hope that it will change its ways. Hmm. So then, what is divestment? Divestment is, it's very similar. It's simply to divest from trading with that country and to stop uh, all possibilities of having a relationship with that country. Hmm. So it's BD and then the S is obviously sanctions. Sanctions, that's So then what does that mean? Sanctions is now where they implement laws that say this country can't trade with that country. It's a sanction that's being taken. We're not going to deal with that country. It's... uh, it's a, it's a pariah state, and therefore we will pass laws that uh, allow us to to create hatred for that country. Hmm. What is the BDS causing Israel? BDS is causing nothing to Israel. In fact, uh, Israel is so powerful. It's doing so amazingly in its business and economy, and it's got a thriving democracy. It's not affecting Israel. It wow. sadly affects the the jury in the country where it spreads its hate. Oh, very, very interesting. Who runs the BDS? So 
South African BDS is run by a man by the name of Mohammed Dasa. Internationally, it's run by uh, a man by Marwan Barghouti. Hmm. I would never remember that name. Yes. Good job for remembering. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is an apartheid? An apartheid is a system of racial discrimination that existed here in South Africa between 1948, interestingly the same date Israel was uh, created, all the way till 1994. And what it means is that people are discriminated on based off of the color of their skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what does the BDS say? Why, actually, why does the BDS say we are like an apartheid? They are trying to sell lies to the public here in South Africa because South African people have gone through the struggle of apartheid. Hijacking that narrative would mean that those people become immediately your friends to fight your cause. And uh, the truth of the matter is Israel, as we know it, is the only democracy in the Middle East, the only place where religious people of all different backgrounds, whether Muslim, Christian, Baha'i, Druze, wherever they come from, they are welcome to practice their religion in that country. Not only that, but all racial backgrounds, whether it's uh, whether you come from a black community, a white community, a Chinese community, whatever, wherever you come from. They are now being celebrated in Israel, and they have an open platform for for free society that recognizes these people as citizens, and they have complete equal rights within Israel. That's quite interesting, see, but it's upsetting. It's upsetting, but at the same time, those that are capable of opening their eyes or visiting Israel, I don't know, have you visited Israel? Fortunately not. Not, not. Well, please, God, uh, you'll get a chance to visit. Yeah. And then you'll see that there are beautiful people from all walks of life that have the freedom to recognize who they want to be. And for us, democracy means that everyone gets to enjoy who they want to be without being dictated to, you need to see the world in my perception or from my way of looking at things. And uh, sadly, that was, was occurring during apartheid here in South Africa. Um, and that is what our organization as South African Friends of Israel is trying to fight against, rather in uniting people, rather than looking to divide and conquer. So then where does the word apartheid come from? Apartheid, again, it's a, it was a South African-created uh, uh, name, and it comes from the Afrikaans language. And again, it's the it's a system of discrimination through racial uh, profiling. Uh, sadly, it, it uh, existed here in South Africa for a number of years, but thank God uh, has been removed uh, by our previous and former Madiba Nelson Mandela, who went a long way to try and create unity. And uh, sadly, we're seeing all these BDS, sadly politicians, and even government trying to divide us. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen or you've been following elections and politicians' yeah, speeches, but uh, they are on a campaign to try and divide South Africans and uh, create hatred amongst us. Yeah. Um, and the BDS is doing exactly that. They play very well into, into that uh, saga of creating hatred for people. And uh, so we need to exist in order to bring people together and see our commonalities and fight for those commonalities. What does the word apartheid mean? Apartheid uh, uh, means uh, 
to discriminate against someone based off of their color, to say you are required to travel on this transport system, you have to utilize this entrance in order to get into these government buildings, uh, and it pretty much draws a line in the sand and says you are not like me, and therefore you're not entitled to the rights that I am entitled so to. So basically like separateness? Or Absolute yeah. separateness. We, we we put them in one place and uh, we, we put others in another place and we say, okay, the two shall never mix because uh, they are so different from one another. It's uh, it's it's a sad mentality and it's one that has caused devastation, wars, murders in the country and it's something that South African Friends of Israel wishes to put behind us and try to create bonds of, of shared uh, understandings. Hmm. How can you explain to the people who listen to the BDS and like you explain to them that it's not true? Well, firstly, we would say travel to Israel. See, <laughs> it, see it for yourself. Because once you get there, you'll see that these are absolute lies that either the media or the BDS are spreading here in South Africa. The truth of the matter is if you have gone to the Western Wall, that is the Western Wall of the Temple Mount where the uh, base of Migdash uh, was uh, positioned, um, we, we try and uh, make sure that everyone can pray in whatever language, by whatever religious text, so that everyone is welcome. And for us, that is the fight. We've got to allow free religion to be free wherever it thrives. So what is the BDS trying to achieve? Well, they are trying to achieve hatred. Hatred is their number one ideal. If we can demonize the state of Israel, make the Jewish people look like they're the problem in the Middle East, uh, in spite of the fact that uh, 500,000 people have been murdered, for example, in Syria, then uh, you start to realize, wait a minute, they're... They're trying to change people's uh, ideas of what's going on and try to change this. You know, you remember the story of David versus Goliath? So now they're trying to make the David look like the Goliath and the Goliath look like David. I mean, how do, and I ask you, how do 8.5 million Jews in Israel or Israeli citizens pose a threat to 500 million Arabs that surround them? There isn't a chance. There's no chance. There's no threat that exists there. In fact, Israel has a thriving democracy and is empowering the world with major business, uh, business technology and all of these kind of things that actually empower the world. Well, I am very, very excited to learn more after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. My name is Renal Silverstone and I'm 11 years old. Let's carry on with our questions. What are the Palestinians' goals? So, the Palestinian goals, I believe, at least the people, not the, uh, not the people that control them, but the people, I think, they want to live in uh, a state of their own. They don't want to be, uh, live, they don't want to be controlled by Israel. Uh, they don't want to have a Jewish influence. And uh, so their goal is to divide the state and have a, a state of their own. Oh. So how can I, uh, me and my listeners help? You can help by supporting South African Friends of Israel causes, by educating people about the facts around Israel, 
by speaking about our biblical uh, connection to the land. So if, if for example, you uh, read your Torah, you'll see that there is stories of, remember Abraham, uh, Abraham who had uh, a, a promise from God to receive this holy land. So in speaking to people around the country and, and making them understand that it is the Jews that have an indigenous connection to Israel for over 4,000 years, you can make them realize that we didn't just arrive in 1948 when Israel was established, but we've had a connection for over 4,000 years to this land. Hmm. That's a very long time, though. It's a very long time. You, you see, education we know is, is power. So really? by, yeah. by going around and telling people who we are and uh, where we come from, they can start to understand that, uh, you know, we're not just this uh, this community that simply arrived and and, uh, and pushed people out of their homeland. Uh, we were there well in advance, uh, 4,000 years, like we said, a very long time. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so how can we show and prove to others who don't already know that Israelis give the Palestinians jobs and we treat them with respect and everything. That, Ronel, that's a very important thing. I don't know. People have to travel to Israel and see that there's beautiful organizations and hospitals that educate Palestinian doctors that go home and provide medical support to Palestinians. There are hospitals that are taking in Syrians that uh, that uh, people don't know about. So Israel is doing amazing work. I don't know, have you ever heard, Ronell, of uh, Save a Child's Heart Foundation? I think so. So this is a beautiful organization that brings kids from around the world, uh, predominantly from Africa, that are having heart problems, um, and they take them in, they bring their parents with them, and they give them free operations to make sure that their hearts are strong enough so that they can go back home with a with a clean bill of health, and uh, just have a, a chance to to live in a country where sadly there isn't the medical technology that Israel has. So it's doing amazing work to empower not only people across the world but also the Palestinians themselves. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. It's what we need to do, isn't it? We're yeah, it's it's tr- like we can't do anything more for them. Why are they treating us like this, you know? You see, that's what a lot of people don't know. Are you aware that uh, 70% of the electricity in Gaza is being provided by Ashkelon municipalities? That their water comes from Israel? Wow. That the currency that they use is the Israeli uh, money uh, in the system. Yeah, and that's a lot. And it's a lot to give to people that that don't want to live with you, that don't want to recognize you. So, you know, us Jews... We don't have to be seen to be giving, but we must still give. Yeah, for sure. And I think people should really be listening right now because, like, it's something very important in life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how can we convince Jewish people that don't agree with all of the other Jews that do that they can understand the actual truth and the background behind everything? So again, I think it's education. It's to understand that uh, we have so much support from the the international community as well as here in South Africa. Uh, huge amounts of Christians are, are are speaking of the same Bible, the same prophecies that uh, the Jews speak of. So when they say 
things like uh, the Jews. Uh, if you remember in, in, in the Torah, it explains that the Jews will come back from the four corners of the globe and return to Israel. So these are also Christian beliefs. So if we can partner around these biblical understandings and if we can explain the thriving democracy that exists in Israel, as well as the contributions that Israel is making to the whole world. I don't know if you remember Mozambique flood that just uh, that just happened. Mm, I don't think so. So sadly, a lot of people uh, lost their lives in, in, a, in quite a big flood that devastated the country. And one of the first countries to respond was Israel. Sadly, isn't uh, mentioned in our media, but they arrive there and uh, they provide food to people in dire need. Uh, they need, uh, they come with uh, medical help so that these people can get uh, health benefits from the community. And, and it's amazing to see that in all natural disasters across the world, Israel is the first one to respond and make sure that these communities have some beacon of light that is come to support them in their hour of need. So what is dem- democracy? Democracy means that there is equal rights. A democracy means that there is representation in the government that recognizes all the people's uh, rights, all the people's freedoms, and they say, we need to protect all of these things. And we all go to the voting station that's coming up soon. We're going to be going to, to vote for this country. And uh, what that means is that each one of us get to say who should be the leader, who should control the country, and what policy, what uh, what uh, laws they will do to protect the rights of the people that they're trying to represent. I see. So then, how are Palestinians treated in Israel's democracy? So, what people generally don't know. Do you know? I don't know, Ronel. If I ask you, how many people in Israel? Are Arabs or Palestinians? Like the whole half of it, well, or even more? Close. The number is about twenty-two percent of the population. So these people that are Arabs or Palestinians that live in Israel have equal rights to everybody. Again, that's the definition of democracy: that people are treated fairly, everyone has equality, and they feel protected in the in the country that they live in. So. Uh, for us, that means that in Israel, you'll see it, everybody's welcome, everybody's rights are protected, and uh, we make sure that at the end of the day, uh, people are happy from wherever they come from in the world. Oh. So, do you enjoy your job? I really like my job. Renal, you're on radio, and I'm sure you like to mm. unite kids around different thoughts. Yeah. For me, it's the same. It's uniting people with the, with the, with same values, with the same uh, hope for a better future. Um, so we ensure, the same as you, just bringing people together, having people talk and have a, a good time and understand who they are and recognize one another's value. What don't you enjoy then? Oh, it's, it's not much. I am an optimist, but uh, I do try to look for the good things. But uh, South Africa is is a difficult place. We've seen 
uh, sadly, a lot of hatred in the last few days leading to the elections. And uh, it's very sad when you try to do a job of empowering people and uniting them. And others come to put a wedge in the work and uh, push people apart with hatred. And I'd say that hatred is definitely my worst enemy here in South Africa. I see. So is your job hard? Uh, you know, the truth of the matter is we have so much support coming from South African people. There is people saying, no way, not in God's name, will we allow people to cut off ties with Israel, to boycott, as we've explained, sanction and divest against Israel because we see that Israel has a rightful, a rightful claim to this land. And, uh, we see that the numbers are growing in huge amounts in support of Israel here in South Africa. So in spite of the media and in spite of the politics, we know we are doing an amazing job. So did you have to go to university to be able to do this? Uh, not really, but uh, you have Jewish parents, my parents are Jewish, and all Jewish parents want their kids to be educated. So, True. So my parents, uh, of course... Uh, sent me to university um, and I did study for a number of years in, uh, in different universities uh, in South Africa. Hmm. So how long have you been doing this for? To date I've been doing this since 2013. Oh wow. So it's been a long 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 time um, but uh, it's one it's, it's, when you enjoy what you do it goes very quickly very quickly. Yeah. It's like time flies when you're having fun, exactly, you know? Exactly, exactly right now. So do you have any other jobs? This is my passion. This is what I like to do. So if you if you see me, this is where I spend most of my time. Although I am an attorney. I did oh, study wow. law. Um, but uh, my passion is for the state of Israel as uh, as a Zionist. But you must be very smart for how many things you're able to do. Well... Smart is as smart does, or as smart people recognize. So, uh, you know, in a, in a place where we all like to be educated, there's no there's no one in our communities that uh, doesn't have an education, that doesn't look for an understanding. Um, and I know that you do, Renal. So, I can say the same back to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, what are your hobbies? My hobbies, I enjoy uh, traveling, I enjoy water sports, uh, skydiving, uh, extreme sports, um, yeah, getting out and uh, being surrounded by nature. Wow. How did you build up the organization? So myself and uh, the chairman of the South African Zionist Federation, Ben Swartz, have been reaching out to different religious communities for many, many years, trying to understand uh, people from all different uh, backgrounds, whether it was Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, whatever their background is, we've always been trying to cement relationships, understand who they are, and build bridges that create unity and allow for empowerment, um, strengthened communities through uniting all of us from different backgrounds. So what is protest? What, what, is, what is a protest? Yeah. So a protest is where people gather together to push out something that they feel is, is not right or 
against the law here in South Africa um, or against even their own personal ideals. Uh, so if I decide I want to protest, for example, they've protested uh, against a breaking of ties with Israel, then we get a whole group of people to come and join us, like we did at uh, Huddle Park and the Union Building, um, and we say, no, you cannot break off ties with Israel. We will protest against the possibility of not having a good relationship with uh, the Holy Land. So you guys have protested before? Absolutely, absolutely. We protest with all our friends that see our values as their own values. So, for example, if uh, if they are going to say that the Jews don't have a connection to Israel, the Christians, having understood the Bible very well, will say, well, we recognize that the Jews were there as well. So we will go and stand at the Union buildings and protest that uh, people are telling us that we have no connection to our land, when we know we do. Well. Um, is it safe to go protesting? You've got to make sure that you have the right security there. Remember, if you are representing a Jewish community, a Christian community, uh, there are existential threats. And so we do ensure that we've got the police there, that we've got uh, our own uh, our own uh, people that are on the ground that are trying to understand what uh, the possible threats are to such a protest. Um, but yeah, absolutely, you have to have that security. So what? who guards you guys when you do protests? So mostly it is the police. Um, we ask uh, the South African police force to, to join us and uh, provide that protection. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we then make sure that they are surrounding us, that if there is a threat, that uh, the police will come and uh, provide that protection. So do you personally get involved with the protesting? Or? I love to get involved with the protesting. I'm up front and uh, trying to assist people onto the platforms of talking about why they want to support this cause and why they want to stand up and speak out for Israel. So, yes, I, I'm there with my flag for Israel, and you can find me at the protests right up in the front, yes. Wow, this was very interesting. And for those of you guys who didn't know, here was your chance to learn. Thank you so much to my guest, Gavi Sachs, for coming on Chai Kids. And thank you to my producer, Mandy and Craig, for pushing the big red buttons. Join us on Monday for another Chai Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. This has been Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. Shabbat Shalom, kids!